Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire young women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Welcome to the opening segment called Getting to Know You. Original, I know. Today I've got Jess with me. Hi, Jess. Hi. Hop on your phone for a second. What's the number one most played song on your iPhone? I don't even have to look to think that it's probably something Taylor Swift. Yeah, awesome. I'm a huge fan girl and I love anything that's like trashy pop music. Makes me feel really good. (laughs) So good. If you could choose to stay a certain age forever, what age would you choose? Probably not one that I've had yet, you know? I want to, yeah, get a bit older and a little bit more wise, I think, before I settle into something. Maybe, like, 30 sounds good. I know everyone freaks out about turning 30, but I think 30 sounds good. What's the best part about waking up? I try to wake up really early and just do something that I like with every morning. So I'll watch an episode of a silly TV show that I like that makes me happy, or I'll light a candle and do some reading. And making that time every morning makes me really happy, and it sets my day up really well. Do you watch a TV show every morning? Before <laughs> 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 you get ready? No, I'll like put something on TV yeah, when I get okay. ready. <laughs> I thought you meant like you just grabbed out a TV episode series from like DVDs and like, what do I want to watch this morning? <laughs> that is what I do. Is that what you do? <laughs> That's actually I want to do that. If I wanted to sound super spiritual, I should probably say that I like read my Bible every morning. No, because everyone reads in the morning. I just love that. I just I make my morning at night. That's just like the dream morning. Yeah, I get up, I like put some silly music on, or I watch an episode of Friends yeah. while I'm doing my makeup in the morning, or I light a candle and I do some reading, and it just makes me happy. Jess, can you tell us a little bit about your story before we get into questions today? Yeah, absolutely. My testimony is really short and sweet. Basically, I don't remember a time in my life when I didn't know and love Jesus. My mum was a pastor from when I was a kid, and so I grew up around church and just loved all of that. Finished school, and I lived and I worked overseas, and I went to uni. I did law school, you know, had a career and a very full life, and God's just in the midst of it all. Where'd you work overseas? I worked in a boarding school in the UK. I lived in York, which is a really beautiful town, and I looked after 11 to 13-year-old girls. I was their boarding house mistress. I braided a lot of hair and watched a lot of X Factor, and it was great. In the mornings, we like, girls will watch TV when we wake up? Not quite. I had maybe like eight or ten girls a morning, and I would braid their hair. So I had like the the production line. I would just go down the line and braid all their hair in the mornings. What topic are you going to talk on today? I wanted to talk about some experiences that I've had recently, just around the expectations that I had for my life and actually how things have turned out, what the reality is and how I have dealt with that. Why do you think this is an important topic in today's society to talk about expectations on our lives? I think that everyone has dreams and aspirations for their lives and that's such a wonderful thing. And particularly as women, we like to plan things out. It's easy to get a certain view in our minds of the end result and how things are going to turn out. And I think as young women in particular, 
particular. Sometimes we struggle to know who we are and what our plan is and what our place in the world is. And in so many ways, sometimes life just doesn't really go to plan Mm. and doesn't turn out the way that we were thinking. It's important for us to be able to navigate those feelings of uncertainty well, because I know from my personal experience that they really do have the potential to derail us if we don't Mm. deal with them properly. What's your experience with expectations in your life? So recently I went through a pretty significant period of a lot of anxiety and disappointment about knowing what my place was and knowing what my path in life was. You know, I spent a really long period of time really struggling with the weight of expectations Mm -hmm. and they were both external expectations, but also internal. I think that I had, you know, a certain view and plan. And then I thought that, you know, society was telling me that I had to do certain things by certain ages as well. Mm -hmm. And even being in church, sometimes you can feel that there's a particular expectation for what you're meant to be doing. And I started to really compare what I perceived God's plan for my life was with my own plans and thoughts and desires and then was really depressed by the reality which actually looked like neither of those things I just felt like I was failing I felt like I was failing society's expectations and church's expectations and then I was failing God because I didn't feel like my life was necessarily following the plan that I Mm. thought that he had for me and in the end I was struggling with my career I had some financial stress I had the breakdown of some relationships and some rejection all of a sudden life wasn't what I envisaged and I didn't know how I got there really. What do you think God's perspective is on expectations we place in our lives and his expectation for our life? Well, I truly believe that God has a plan for my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is yet. Everyone knows the verse of Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that mm-hmm. God has a plan for our lives. It's a plan to prosper us and not to harm us. It's a plan that will give us a hope and a future. And that's amazing. But sometimes that plan is a mystery. Mm-hmm. And it's taken me a long time to realize that it's actually okay not to know what's coming next. And not to, you know, have a timeline and necessarily know what's coming up next. In Isaiah, it says, my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And that's so true. And I think that at the end of the day, God's highest plan for our lives is that we'll spend our lives in relationship with him. Mm. All the finer details, he can work together for his good. For me, a corner turned when I really started to realize that and just start to reflect on and remember that the feelings of worry about my circumstances and my plan and where I was going and what I was going to do, all of that is very fleeting. But God is eternal. There are some things that never change. His goodness and his faithfulness and his love towards us are never ending. Just spending time reflecting on God, reflecting on the truth of who he is, reflecting on his character helps me change my perspective. I actually got to the point where I was so worried about all of these finer details Mm -hmm. that I was just crippled by so much anxiety and disappointment and fear. But I got to the point eventually where I thought, I can't think about these things any Mm -hmm. longer. I can't keep thinking about myself because I'm going to drive myself crazy. So instead I channeled all of those fears and all of that time that I was spending thinking on those things Mm -hmm. into thinking about God and almost just meditating on God, meditating on what I know to be true. Those eternal truths about God's goodness, God's love, and God's faithfulness towards us. Yeah, that's awesome. What Bible verses have encouraged you along your journey? I have a particular favorite Bible verse, and it's a verse from Zephaniah. It's from chapter 3, verse 17. For me, this is a perfect verse to reflect on at any time, but particularly when I'm feeling uh, fearful or uncertain. Mm -hmm. 
because it just says, The Lord God is with you. He is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and rejoice over you with singing. And for me, that just reaffirms everything that I need to remember in hard times. You know, that God is with me, so what more could I ask for? But also that he is strong and mighty and powerful. You know, he's great. He has a plan, but yet he saves even me. And as much as I need saving, he still takes great delight in me. He still has the ability to quiet my fears and worries with his love. And he rejoices over me. So it's perfect because it reminds me of who God is Mm. and also how he sees me. And another thing for me is that I'm always just calmed by worship music. Mm. I love listening to songs in the car constantly. And the words of old hymns also really help me sometimes. And particularly, I have a beautiful calligraphy that's next to my bed. And it's from the words to turn your eyes upon Jesus. And it just says, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And for me, that has been so true, that just focusing on Jesus and the eternal truth of who he is brings perspective to the things that we experience on this earth. Before we finish today, Jess, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? Yeah, one thing that my mum always told me was, love God and get to church. Everything else will fall into place. And I think that's so true. You know, love God with all your heart, soul and mind and go to church because good things happen at church. But also remember, you know, when you're dealing with expectations and, you know, sometimes the fear and uncertainty that comes with not knowing what your path is, that success in life has nothing to do with the things that we place value on in this earth. You know, God says, you know, these are what I want from you. I want you to act justly. I want you to love mercy. I want you to walk humbly with me. And what's that old quote that says the chief end of man is to... Oh, glorify God. Glorify God and enjoy him forever. And I think that if we just focus on our relationship with God and actively seek to develop our relationship with him, Mm -hmm. that all the finer details will fall into place. Because one of those eternal truths that I was talking about is that God works everything together for his good. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to today's episode, everyone. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.